The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Roster brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 in cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, November 17th, currently 12-17 on the East Coast, here to break down the short three-game schedule in the NBA here on Thursday night, and here to help me break down the card for today, you guys know him as the other superstar of the show, it's my main (laughs) man there, Delonte Smith. Delonte, how you feeling, my man? Hey, what's up, man? Everything's going good. Uh, You know, we were talking about the plays uh, yesterday, so... A little selective today, but uh, still, still some opportunity, still some room for some opportunity to make some money. So let's yeah, see I'll be honest, that. man. It's it's been a rough start for me for the season, at least. Um, not only picking, but also some of the player props, and we've seen a lot of uh, blowouts so far this season as well. That, I mean, if you're a prop better and you're betting those over on the props like I am, uh, and in blowouts, those where those props go, that's where they go to die in blowouts. So. Uh, I had Donovan Mitchell yesterday. I know you and I were talking offline. Got off to a great start, but eventually um, uh, they 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 got too far in a hole against. Like, what did they play last? Night? I don't remember. Was it Milwaukee last night? Yeah, yeah they played Milwaukee. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee was the came out. Everybody, yeah, and, yeah, and they came out and took care of business in that game. Um, but I know you were we were talking about some of your picks offline, dude. Shay. Yeah, man. He's probably playing top three basketball right now in the entire league. Man, I, I don't know like don't know. what's gotten into him, but that that definitely our man Rail, he's been cashing it, like taking the he been taking shade points over like the alternate over. So he, he yeah. got a good bankroll right now. He got a yeah, real good bankroll right now. That was one of my plays yesterday. I had SGA all over on his points. It was like a 28 and a half. And yeah, man, I don't know if he's like auditioning to, you know, be a lead guard for, you know, a team that's in contention or what's going on. But like, and he's doing it like with not even like a high volume of threes. Uh, I was looking at his, um, I was looking at his stat line uh, for the past like seven or eight games. He's only made two threes. Like that's the max amount of threes he's made in the past two games. I mean, in the past six games. So He's like getting it done all three levels. Um, this that's just amazing from a guard. Yeah, and I think it's really been uh, points inside the paint. If I told you, obviously Zion's number. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Giannis is number one with uh, points scored inside the paint. Number two is Zion Williamson, and number three, SGA. Man, he's uh, averaging wow. what I think it says seventeen. 17.1 points inside the paint per game. So, Jeez. You, yeah, you said it, man. Like, it's it's really been that he's getting to the basket and he's not selling for three-point shots. Right. Fast break points per game as well. Giannis, 5.4. LeBron, 4.9. SGA, 4.8. And you know, OKC's been one of those teams, uh, Delonte, that they've been playing with a lot of pace. I know you had the over last night. Yeah. Um, 
but big cash for you there. Yeah, man. I just like in something else that's with um with SGA is he's not like overly athletic. He's not like extremely fast. He's just like methodical, like gets the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, gets wherever he wants to go. Like, so it's not like he's, you know, like off the charts from, you know, a physical standpoint. Like he just gets where he, he never gets bumped around, bumped off the spot. So it's just amazing to watch. Like it's just, I mean, so it sucks that he's in OKC. But yeah. They're still fun to watch, though. I mean, it's still fun to oh, watch. Yeah. They they're feisty. They've been in a lot of these games. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why you know a lot of people that bet the NBA, you know, like us have you know had some problems because it's it's not a lot of like it's it's too much parity. Like it's only yeah. a few bad teams that like legit bad teams in the NBA. And I mean, even one of those bad teams. I mean, Indiana last night. They yeah. you know they brought it through. Um, and I mean, they played another bad team, but they're I think they're over five hundred for the first time uh, this season. Yeah, they got they got a squad, man. I especially love their guard play, especially uh, with Indiana. You know, we yeah. talked a lot about Halliburton uh, at the beginning of the year for him, maybe to be uh, most improved player of the year. Last night, twenty two points, eleven assists for Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Uh, ben Matherin, we were high on as well for rookie yep. of the year. He was off the bench, twenty two minutes, twenty points off of thirteen shots for him. So. Yeah, man, it's exciting time, especially for Indiana. I know they're not going to be very good, maybe obviously for this year, maybe next year, but they have some good core pieces to build around with Halliburton and Ben Matherin on that squad. Uh, Miles Turner has been in rumors, obviously, for trades and things like that uh, yeah. for the past several seasons. <laughs> yeah, Ho- hopefully that comes into fruition this year. I mean, he he's he uh, he even you know auditioned and gave his uh, interview of why the Lakers should trade for him. So I mean. Yeah. He obviously knows what's going on. And let me ask you a question real quick. So yeah. we seen him last night. So who do you think has a better, you know, trajectory going forward between Halliburton, Halliburton and uh Lamello? Oh man. It's a lot harder I, question I, than I, a lot of people think. You know, like it's they both play for is. they both kind of in the same situation. Like they both playing for, you know, not good teams. They both have similar, I guess. I guess Indiana is slightly more talented than uh, Charlotte is, sure. but similar, similar, similar situations. Um, except for uh, Carlisle is more of offensive based coach, and yeah. Clifford is more defensive. So that's that's kind of the, some similarities I've seen. I was watching them go at it last night, and I was like, "Good question to ask." Lamelo doesn't play a lick of defense. I think we all. all know that on this pod. Oh. I think I'm going to go with Halle Burton, man. I've just been a fan of his since he came out of college. You know, he played for Sacramento before the trade last year. And I think that there's still levels to his game that he still has to get to, that he's only going to get better. And that's kind of scary to say about Tyrese. Right. Lamella, look, he's a great talent. He's flashy. You know, he makes, a, you know, great passes. But I think that in the NBA, you have to play defense to win championships. And we've seen that with Milwaukee two years ago. We saw that with Golden State and both Boston, who were the top two teams defensive rating wise that made it into the, you know, championship or then the NBA finals last season. For Tyrese, I think that he's a he he's well more rounded. I think we can say on both sides of the court, like he'll yep. put in the effort on the defensive side. Yep. And his offensive game, I think, is only going to get better. He's improved shooting. He's going to be a great passer. I think the assist numbers are going to be through the roof for him this year. Um, and we saw flash of that with Sacramento. Now him having the keys in Indiana here, Delonte. I think that I got to go with Hallie if I had yeah, to pick I'm, with, I'm with you, and I'm I'm with. Uh, in the in the chat, he's saying about uh, the levels of Halliburton's game. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's so. Yeah, something that's going to be fun to watch, especially with the young talent that's in the NBA this year, right. um, or even coming up. Right, Hallie Button is one of those guys in the Eastern Conference. Lamelo, uh, you know, Cade's going to be one of those guys. Jaden Ivey, um, you know, when Chet comes back, SGA, another young guy as well. We talked about our volumes on this pod, so it's it's the key. the The future is very very bright for the NBA. I know guys yeah, like definitely, definitely. LeBron and and you know KD. Eventually, when those guys retire, I think the league is still going to be in good hands with those young players. Yep, I agree. Right. Anything else that kind of stuck out to you last night? Look, Golden State. I think we've already talked a lot about them on the pod. Yeah. Curry yeah. drops a fifty piece last night. They still give up one hundred and thirty points. You can score as many points as you want. I know a yeah, lot of teams just kind of go out there and try to outscore their opponents, Delonte, but this Golden State defense is it, it's bad. It, it's really bad right now. Yeah, me. and I was trying to I was trying to be, you know, like not overreacting to it, but I mean it's just it's happening like back to back. Every game it's just something and in the first uh I only watched the first half. I had the uh I had the Texas Gonzaga game on. Mm-hmm. Um but I only watched the first half of the um of the Phoenix Suns and uh, Warriors game. And I mean, Curry was like carrying, like yeah. he's like literally carrying him. Like nobody else is doing anything. Like, I think he scored maybe a third of their yeah. points in the first like quarter and a half. Like he's just like dominant. Nobody's helping him. Like, so, I mean, we all know he's not the best defender and it's looking like they demote Wiseman. He's playing in the G league. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that team. I, I don't know if they're going to have to make a trade yeah. or if, you know, Draymond and Jordan Poole gonna have to sit down and talk. I don't, I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. But they just, they just can't play any defense. And that's what, I mean, you know, we see Golden State as this offensive juggernaut, which they are. But what they hang their hat on and how they won their championships was with defense. And they just not doing that right yeah. now. Yeah, and again, still winless on the road so far this season. Zero and eight now uh, are the Golden State Warriors on the road, where they are six and one at home. Uh, for Golden State. Maybe as a championship hangover, it's still early in the season, but again, a lot of things still to work through Mm -hmm. for this team, especially on the defensive side of the basketball, what we shall see. All right, Delonte, we got three games on the schedule here tonight in the NBA. It's all West Coast games, so it's all going to be later starts, especially for you guys on the East Coast. Uh, 10 p.m. starts uh, with three teams that are visiting West Coast teams here tonight. Uh, but before we get into the games, let me tell you guys where you can actually bet on these games. That's going to be over at WinBet. And if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with WinBet on with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays, live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, Bet 100 and Win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. So they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers of just change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right, Delonte, let's get into it, my man. The first game on the schedule here tonight, it's going to be let's start in Portland, man. It's yep. the port, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, at the Portland Trail Blazers. 
let's start with the opening line in this game. It was minus two and a half in favor of the home team, the Portland Trailblazers. Currently, that line over on win bet, it's sitting at minus two right now. Uh, total is sitting at, let's see here, um, 222 in this game. Uh, taking a look at the injury report for both of these teams. Obviously, uh, no Kyrie uh, right now for the Brooklyn Nets, but we did get a report this morning that Woj said he's maybe possibly on track to join the team on Sunday, but he's going to be out for this game. For the Portland Trailblazers, a couple of, couple of questionable tags here. We start with Keon Johnson. He has a left hip uh, issue. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic is also dealing with a left quad contusion, and Justice Winslow is also uh, questionable tonight with an illness, which is non-COVID related. Uh, Delonte, we saw the uh, comments that uh, Kevin Durant made with uh, the team. With oh, yeah. He said that, hey, look, in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing here, with the guys that we have in the starting lineup, what do you expect from this team? And yeah. maybe not taking and, and then he ended by saying no offense to those guys in the starting lineup. But, yeah. again, look, it's not the – the best talent, but look, there were flashes where this team was playing great defense for them. And that was kind of really what carried them uh, to a couple of victories there when Kyrie uh, was suspended from the team. But now they go up against a Portland team that has been, I think one of the more surprising teams in the Western conference where they are sitting currently at nine. And let me see, I think they are nine and four this uh, season so far are the Portland trailblazers. Yep. Uh, sorry, 10 and four, four and two at home this season. Uh, but currently they are a two and a half point favorite tonight against the uh, Brooklyn Nets here, uh, Delonte, what are you thinking about this game? Yeah, man, honestly, I really have no idea. It just all depends on how those guys took those comments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be like fired up to show to like, you know, play better or if they're just going to be like, you know, well, whatever. I mean, we can't do any, we can't do any better. I mean, according to KD. So I don't know their mindset coming into to this game. So I, I would I would have to lean just to Portland uh, on the side simply because they play defense and yeah. you know they only have the Nets only have you know Kevin Durant to to stop from an offensive standpoint Joe Harris uh, Seth Curry not really in rhythm right now I know they I know they're both you know coming back from injury so not hundred percent sure how they're going to respond to those comments and plus I mean Portland they they play defense I mean. That's yeah. what they hang that that's what they hang their hat on. And yeah. the plus 3.3 uh net rating, the third in defensive rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's six in points allowed. So if KD like has an off game, I mean, where you know, where does Brooklyn get their offense from? I mean, I mean, maybe they get a good shooting night from uh Seth and Joe, but I'm still not, you know, convinced that that's gonna be enough. So I would lean to Portland. Uh nothing strong at all, but um I just don't know how Brooklyn's gonna react like i don't know how they're gonna take those comments uh that's my main thing because i wanted to be on brooklyn but i just don't know how they're gonna react so uh, for that reason i'll just stay away i'm lean to portland yeah it seems like the defense has kind of regressed at least over their last two games i know they had a big mismatch with anthony davis um when they played the lakers the other night uh where they gave up 116 and then you come back against sacramento in regulation and give up 153 points i think that one thing that's really kind of sticking out to me that's making me like portland here tonight number one they are 11 and 3 against the spread so far this season which is in the entire league um, only t- or a couple teams that are behind him, Sacramento, who's been great this season in Milwaukee as one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. But 
The one thing that really does stick out to me here, Delonta, is the three-point shooting uh, and the three-point uh, shooting defense for the Brooklyn Nets, right? Portland this mm-hmm. season ranked number three as far as three-point percentage as a team. They're shooting 39.3%. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are allowing their opponents to shoot 38.7% uh, from the three-point line so far this season, which ranks number 28 in the entire league so far. Brooklyn, you know, they have the three-point shooters, like you mentioned, Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Um, but Portland defensively, like you mentioned, has been really good so far this season. And again, they are one of those teams that are top 10 and um, or ab- above league average in both offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. And I think their record is really showing that. Brooklyn, uh, they're allowing opponents to make about 13 and a half, close to 14 three-point shots per make per game which also ranks number 28 bottoms in the league. So I think that might be with a little difference here tonight between the Brooklyn Nets and the Portland Trailblazers. I'm looking for guys like Anthony, uh, sorry, uh, Anthony Simons, um, Damian Lillard to have a, a successful night shooting the basketball from beyond the arc, because the team defensively right now just has not been very good for the Brooklyn Nets. And what you just mentioned there, that Portland has bought in on the defensive side of the basketball uh, where Right now, Brooklyn is struggling on that end. So it's it's really the thing for me is that I feel like Portland is playing great team basketball right now. And where Brooklyn, it's Kevin Durant. And then you're hoping that somebody else steps up on a given night to help him out. So I'm going to go with Portland here tonight. I currently see them at minus two and a half over on win bet. Um, any thoughts on the total here, uh, Delonte? It's sitting at 222 in this game. Yeah, along just with the side, it's – yeah. Similar, it's, it's similar. I can see it going either way. Brooklyn, they they've been defending well. Uh, I mean, other than that, uh, I mean that's an out. That was an outlier performance when they played against Sacramento. You know, I, I was on them as as my dog, and uh, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday's episode um, mm-hmm. with yeah. Sacramento. So I think that was more of an outlier performance. But again, I just don't know how these guys are going to play. Like they could, Portland could suffocate them and. Like not let them get, you know, they they might not see like a hundred points. That's how good yeah. Portland's defense has been. But I can also see it getting the track meet and Seth, KD, Joe Harris, uh, to a lesser extent, Patty Mills. Those guys, you know, start draining threes, and you know we're up to like one fifteen, one twenty. You know, late in the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. I'll stay away if I had to. I would lean to the under just because you know Portland's one of the slower paced teams. They're not they're not looking their running gun. But yeah. they will, you know, if they have to. And I seen um somebody in the chat was asking about um Durant or Lillard double double. Uh not too sure. I just cause it can it's just it can go either way. Like I can see this game like going either direction. I I would lean to the under simply because of the defense of both teams. But like I said, it, it could end in a shootout. I wouldn't touch the double double for um Durant or Lillard. I would look at some Nurkic stuff if he's ruled in. Uh, he yeah. should be able to dominate the inside. Like I would look for maybe, you know, a points plus rebounds or even a points rebounds and assists if you can find it. But that's just if he gets ruled in. I've read that he's what somewhat probable, I guess. Yeah, he's officially questionable on the injury report. Yeah, so uh that's that's the only conviction I can have. If he plays, I would look at some of his props. But other than that, I'll probably be staying away from this game. But I'll be rooting for you because I, I think Portland's the right side in the game. Yeah, I want to see if they actually have his um props actually listed here for tonight for Nurkic. Um no, I don't see it yet, but yeah, again, maybe wait closer to game time when you get injury status updates because I think that 
you're right. Nurkic should dominate inside the paint here as far as grabbing rebounds. And we know he can score the points here as well. Brooklyn is allowing the center position to grab about 16.8 rebounds uh, per contest. So that ranks almost uh, third worst in the entire league. And again, they're not a very good uh, rebounding team as well. Uh, if you kind of take a look at their opponent rebounding uh, numbers, the Brooklyn Nets rank. Let's see here. Um Brooklyn, uh, they are number 21. I thought it was a lot worse, uh, but again, that's still well below a league average uh, as far as rebounding. Yeah, uh, I mean, Glante, anything else for this game, my man? Yeah, not really. It's just something else that would that could kind of go to uh, the under is um, Brooklyn's top 10 and two-point and regular field goal percentage. But as we mentioned, as you mentioned, Portland's great at stopping at their top 15 and Pretty much all defensive categories from three point uh field goal to t- uh three point field goal percentage for opponents, uh two point field goal percentage, yeah. and then regular all over field goal percentage. So that's another reason to look at the under. Just but I mean you never know. The the way that uh the way that Portland played against San Antonio, they had to make that comeback. If they get rolling, mm-hmm. I mean they could probably score one thirty, one thirty five on this on this yeah. defense. So uh, just something to look at if yeah. you're looking at the over. Yeah, and again, I would did what you just mentioned there that Brooklyn is number two as far as defending the paint uh, this season. They're only allowing forty four point four points. So, player prop that I did like was I did look at three point shots in this game, and I'm gonna go with Anthony Simons in this game at over three and a half. That number's at plus one ten right now, and I backed this. I think it was on Tuesday as well um, when uh, when they played, and Anthony Simons made four in that game as well. And kind of take a look at his numbers so far this season. From the three-point uh, line, he's shooting, uh, let's see, 43.8% at home so far this year. Regular season, he's at 37.6, so he's definitely shooting it better at home. And he's made five three-point shots in three straight games. He's made at least four in four of the last five games so far for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Um, and if you want to go back even further, he's made, uh, let's see, here is one, two, three, four, five, six. So, in six games in the month of November that he's played in, he's made four or more in five out of those six games. And if you want to go back a little further, he's made uh, four or more in eight out of his last 10 games. Uh, and again, like we mentioned, we have a team coming in like the Brooklyn Nets that uh, does not do very well defending the three-point line. So Anthony Simons over three and a half three-point shots at plus 110. I really like that here tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm gonna add that. To, I'm gonna add that to my list. I mean, that's that's a, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll add that too. All right, uh, let's go to the next game on the schedule here, Delante. We got the San Antonio Spurs headed to Sacramento to take on the red hot Sacramento Kings. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, this number opened up minus seven and a half in favor of the Sacramento Kings. <clears throat> that number has been bet ha- bet down half a point. Over at minus seven at a win bet. Total open about 237 and a half. It's hovering at 237 and 237 and a half for this game here tonight. Uh, take a look at the injury report for both of these teams. Let's start with the road team here. Pretty clean injury report for the San Antonio Spurs. Everybody is a go. Uh, Kelvin Johnson, Devin Vassell, all those guys are going to be playing here tonight. For the Sacramento Kings, uh, Keegan, Mur- Keegan Murray is actually questionable here tonight with lower back soreness. But other than that, everybody is a go for the Sacramento Kings. Kings so far this season are 7-6. and six, But again, like I mentioned, they are one of the better teams so far this year who have been really good against the spread. They are at 
actually so far this season uh 10 and 3 against the spread in other 13 games that they have played in so far this season 17 76.9% at a cover rate as a home team so far they are 5 and 2 against the spread Dante San Antonio we talked about how they have just not been very good defensively so far this season um, and especially on the road, they're giving up close to 124 points per game, if I'm not mistaken, on the road so far this season. I'll look that up in the meantime. But right now, we're seeing the Sacramento Kings as a seven-point favorite here, hosting the San Antonio Spurs here. Delonte, what are you thinking about this game? Over. That's that's going to be one of my one of my favorite <laughs> plays. You got to go over. You just you just ran it down. Like it's San Antonio. Yeah. No defense. Like, I don't even want to – I mean, I'll give into a few numbers, but let's just say they have no positive defensive metrics at all, like zero. And as good as Sacramento has been this season, um, like you mentioned, like they are 8-2 and two in the last 10 against the spread, 5-2 and two ATS at home. They've been a machine. But one thing they don't do well is play defense. They do not play defense at all. Both, both teams are bottom five in points per game allowed, field goal percentage allowed, and three-point percentage allowed. So, I mean, if you add all that up, we was it 237, you said? 237, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get 250. Like that, I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's high enough. Two 237 is not high enough. I mean, now as far as the point spread, I don't know if I trust Sacramento to, you know, win by margin, mm-hmm. even though I mean the Spurs aren't good at all. But I mean, if you're gonna get a lot of points in the game. I mean, that would lean towards, you know, more variance to the favorite. You know, you want the dog in low-scoring games. But I like the way, I like the, way the Spurs play against um, Portland. And although Portland's got, Portland definitely has a way better defense than uh, Sacramento. So yeah. I, think that, I think that San Antonio, all guys healthy, uh, Johnson, Vassell, um, and to a lesser extent, I think Pirtle can, he, he won't be able to stop um, Sabonis, but he'll be able to, you know, keep him under control a little bit. Because uh, they match up similar, similar in size and stature, and Pirtle's one of the more underrated defenders in the league from a center, from the center position. So, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish. Oh, okay, so yeah, and and also, um, both teams top ten in pace, so that's yeah, you know, more more incentive for the over. Uh, but as far as as far as the side, uh, I would lean to San Antonio, uh, but definitely give me the over in uh, in this game. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of the defensive numbers here. Uh, Points inside the paint allowed. Sacramento, number 28. San Antonio, number 29. San Antonio, three-point percentage allowed. They rank 30th, which is dead last. They're allowing 39.2% shooting percentage from beyond the arc. They're allowing close to 13 makes per game. And both of these teams love to jack up the three-point shot. Both of these teams rank in uh, uh, top 10 in three-point attempts per game. And what you just mentioned there, Delonte Pace, both of these teams are top 10 as far as pace. Uh, San Antonio, number eight. Sacramento, number nine. I think that we do see plenty of points being scored here tonight. I think my more favorite play as far as a total was the team total over for the Sacramento Kings here tonight. If you take a look at what the San Antonio Spurs have given up to their opponents, especially on the road, I'm going to quickly just rattle these numbers off. So their first road game was against the Pacers. They gave up 134. They gave up 114 to the Sixers, which at that time they were still figuring things out on offense. Um, Minnesota, they gave up 106. Okay, and then they came back the next night in Minnesota and gave up 134. 
Fast forward to the game against Denver. In Denver, they gave up 126. They gave up 132 to the Golden State Warriors. And then in their last road game against the uh, Portland Trailblazers, they gave up 117. So currently, I'm seeing their team total right now at 121.5 for the Sacramento Kings. I won't be surprised, Delonte, if we see the Sacramento Kings drop 130-plus points here tonight, like we mentioned. Again, again, the total is indicative of that, right? The folks are expecting this game to be a very high-scoring game with a total of 237 right now. And some of the defensive numbers that we just laid out there, I think that's a possibility where I, I, that this team scores at least 125 here tonight. So I'm going to go – I know we talked about the total here, but look, I'm going to go – I'm going chalky here tonight. I'm going to go with the San – sorry, the Sacramento Kings here. I think they, they, they're they playing good basketball. It took them a couple of those first handful of games, maybe their first five to seven games for them to kind of figure some things out. I know De'Aaron Fox missed some time, and they had guys in and out of the lineup. I know Keegan Murray is questionable here tonight. But this team is is playing at a very high level. Uh, Mike Brown has them playing great basketball. De'Aaron Fox has looked great. Uh, Debonis Sabonis has looked great. Harrison Barnes is finally starting to come around. And I think the one name that has just been shooting the lights out for this team has been Kevin Herter. Oh, yeah. uh, they picked oh. up from uh, Atlanta over the offseason. This guy, Kevin Herter, right now is shooting 52.6% from the three-point line. And now, like I mentioned, you have the San Antonio Spurs who aren't doing a very good job of defending the three-point line. I think this is another game where Kevin Herter has a big shooting night from beyond the arc. He's made at least three or more three-point shots in four out of his last five games. He's made uh, at least four three-point shots in three straight games. Uh, against the opponents and again like i mentioned san antonio coming to town where they're prone to giving up the three-point shot i'm gonna be back in kevin herter as well here tonight in this game here delante yeah that was that was gonna be one of that was gonna be one of my looks to uh herder i also would look at uh, malik monk uh made yeah. threes i'm not sure if they have a number on him uh just yet when i was looking earlier i didn't see a number on him but... yeah not yet maybe close to game time yeah so i i was looking I, it should be like right around like maybe two and a half three yeah. uh at the at the max um but mm-hmm. i do i like both of those i mean you know high pace games going to be a lot of shots being put up. So yeah. I definitely, I mean, I'm with, I'm on the over, so I'm with you on Sacramento. I guess that would be the safer pick being that you don't know how much uh, San Antonio is going to give you offensively, but as bad as Sacramento's defense is, and if uh, San Antonio put up 100 plus on Portland's defense, mm-hmm. I think they can kind of get there from uh, on San, on Sacramento's defense. And uh, another thing that I wanted to throw out is San Antonio they don't have. It's uh, I didn't. I forgot. Did the Jones? Uh, I forgot which Jones is at. Trey Jones. Trey is he playing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see him on the injury report right okay, now. Cool. So he should okay. be in. Yeah. So they are twenty eighth in turnover percentage. That's like so. That means basically they have a lot of turnovers that lead to baskets for the opposite team. So mm-hmm. if they can if they can clean up those turnovers a little bit. And not turn over the ball. I mean, even if they do it, it's, it works well for both of us because Sacramento's going to get over and the game's going to get over. Yeah. But if they can turn, if they can, you know, turn those, maybe if they can get to like average in this game at least, I think that they got a shot to cover it. But I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I won't. I won't be betting it. So just something, just something that I, I looked at. Yeah, and also I was looking at De'Aaron Fox's assist in this game here as well. Um, he's done a very good job embracing that three or sorry, that point guard role now. Um, and he's been distributing the ball as well. 6.3 assists per game uh, that he's averaging. But if you kind of take a look at his last four games, he's had a minimum of eight assists against their opponents. Um, 
where he's at eight, 12, eight, and nine. And now you're going up against a team like we, again, like we expect to see a very high paced game, a lot of points being put up. The, the opportunity for assists are going to be there. And just to kind of rattle off what the Sacramento Kings have scored over their last four games, or I'll even go back last five games against Golden State, they had 113. But and they've won four games in a row here, Delonte. They've scored 127 against the Cavs, 120 against the Lakers, 122 against the Golden State Warriors, and then at 153, like I mentioned, against the Portland Trail Blazers. So some for you parlay players, there's some same game parlay opportunities oh, in yeah. this game. Uh, but those are the two player props that I was looking at in this game. Uh, Kevin Herter over on his three point shots, and then De'Aaron Fox over six and a half assists. Yeah, man, that's. I mean, that's. Those are crazy numbers. That's that's yeah. a lot of points. That's a lot of points being scored. And I mean, with both defenses, they 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 aren't good at all. So I mean, yeah. I mean, me, you, Scott, and Real might can go out there and you know get put up one team, one fifteen. So you know, yeah, that's how bad these defenses. All are. right. Yeah. All right. Last game of the night here, Delonte. It's going to be the Detroit Pistons uh, heading to the West Coast. It's going to be their first game of a very lengthy West Coast trip for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, they are going to be starting it in L.A., going up against the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, let me start with the opening lines for this game. I'm currently seeing the Pistons. Uh, sorry, the Clippers open up as a nine and a half point home favorite. Uh, that number has been bet down half a point to minus nine in this game. Total opened up at 216. That number has been bet up to around 216 and a half. Starting to see some 217s pop up uh, for this uh, total in this game between the Pistons and the Clippers. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, Cade Cunningham continues to be out for this team with the uh, left shin soreness. Corey Joseph, their backup uh, point guard, is questionable tonight with left hip soreness. Isaiah Stewart, we know he's going to miss about two to three weeks with a right toe injury uh, for the LA Clippers. Luke Kennard is doubtful tonight uh, with a right calf strain, um, but everybody else looks like they are going to be playing here. Guys like John Wall, Paul George, uh, Marcus Morris, all those guys should be playing here tonight for the Clippers. You know, we've talked to the theme kind of, has kind of been bad defenses tonight and Pistons are one of those teams again Delonte that just have not been very good on the defensive side of the basketball. And over their last five games, the Detroit Pistons are, uh, sorry, on the, on the road so far this season, the Pistons are allowing 121.3 points per game. Their defensive efficiency hasn't been there as well, where right now uh, the Detroit Pistons are dead last at, with a rating of 117.6. They have a net rating of minus 9.6 right now. So, not very good for them on the defensive side of the basketball um, points inside the paint. They're allowing 53.3, which ranks number 26. Three point defense is better for the Detroit Pistons, but without having a guy like Cade Cunningham and how bad this defense is, I mean, even the Clippers might be able to take advantage of it here, but minus nine here for the Clippers against the Pistons here. Uh, Delonte, what are you thinking about this game? Man, I, originally I was going to lean to the under, but I was digging into some Detroit metrics, and I mean, even though the Clippers aren't good offensively, like from a metric standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, I just I can't I can't get to I can't get to the under simply because the Clippers might go out and they might just obliterate it, like every every possession they might they might score every other possession like yeah. that's how bad Detroit's defense is yeah and then they don't have Stewart who was mm-hmm. one of the I guess one of the few you know rim protectors that they had um so yeah. i would i would probably lean to the detroit pistons 
team total under okay. simply because uh, the Clippers they've been dominant on the defensive side of the ball. They are mm. second in defensive rating. Yeah. Um, that that to go with that uh, under. I mean, if some guys are leaning under, they're thirtieth in offensive rating, thirtieth in pace. So they it's going to be fewer possessions, and fewer possessions would lean to a dog, which is opposite of what we had in the last breakdown. But I just I can't take I, I can't take Detroit. I just I can't do it. I mean, they got Ivy's pretty much going to have to be the focal point with K being out. I'm not sure he's ready just yet to be that guy. I mean, he doesn't score, you know, as efficient or as well as K to be yeah. that kind of score or that kind of player right now. I mean, not saying that he won't get there, but just right now as constructed, he's not that guy. And Bagley's working his way back. Um, Bogdanovich, I would maybe look at his points. Um, but I can't, I can't mess with, I can't mess with Detroit, man. I'll pass it, but I'll take that Detroit Pistons uh, team total under. Definitely would, would be on that. But as far as the side, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do either. I couldn't play either side. Yeah, I mean, you take a look at this game here. Um, it's, it's. I think that this might be a game. I know we've talked a lot about taking the Clippers team total unders, but this defense has just been so bad for the uh, Detroit Pistons. And I'm trying to pull up what they've – and like I mentioned, they've given up 120-plus on average on the road. They're 0-7 on the road so far this year are the Detroit Pistons. Uh, now they're starting this West Coast trip. I know we've talked a lot about on the pod that we don't like backing teams starting that first game of a road trip, especially to the West Coast when it's being their first game. But on the road so far this season, like I've mentioned, um, the Detroit Pistons are 0-7 straight up, and they are 1-5-1 against the spread so far this year on the road. Uh, the Clippers, I know that they've been working through injuries and having guys in and out of this lineup, but I think this is an opportunity in this game where they can flex their, <clears throat> I'm sorry, flex their muscles a little bit, especially on the offensive side. Like you mentioned, I know there are some games where they were able to pull up some points where the Clippers, and I think tonight might be one of those opportunities for them. I know we've been backing, especially early on, where their team totals were going under for the um, L.A. Clippers. But there's been a couple of games there where they you know, put up some points, right? 119 against the Cavs. They had 114 against the Lakers. Uh, they put up 122 against the Rockets, who are one of the teams that are not very good defensively. Last game, there was a back-to-back for them, so maybe they had some tired legs. They put up 101 against Dallas, who is one of the better defensive teams. But again, this Pistons team defensively rank you know, dead last in most of these metrics on the defensive side of the basketball. And, and Delonte, you mentioned it there. So this is a big number here, but I think I really do like your play about that under uh, for the Pistons team total. I want to play the full game under as well, but again, this might be a spot where we might see the the Clippers put up 115, 120 plus points just because how bad this Detroit Pistons defense is. So um, I'm going to say chalky here tonight. I'm (laughs) going to go with the Clippers here on the spread. Um, Shame on them if they're not able to cover this number against his poorest defense against the Detroit Pistons. I know they're dealing with some injuries, but John Wall is in this game. Uh, Paul George, he's been playing pretty well for this team. They, the Marcus Morris has been really good for them as well. I think Ivan Zubac should have some success inside oh, for yeah. the uh, Detroit, for the Clippers as well in this game. But you mentioned oh, yeah. no Isaiah Stewart for a couple of weeks, so um, I think the Pistons, sorry, the uh, Clippers should roll here and play some really good defense against this Detroit Pistons team. Yeah, uh, uh, another thing that would be supporting your uh, your case for the Clippers is even if it's like you know on the brink of being like a blowout 
you know, late third quarter, uh, start of the fourth quarter. They're so deep that their bench, it, they won't lose that lead. Like they'll yeah. keep that, they'll keep that lead up and be able to, you know, withstand that, mar- uh, sustain that margin. So I, I kind of agree with you on that. It's just that I don't know if, I don't know how motivated the Clippers are going to be. I mean, it's a Friday night. It's LA. I'm not sure how many fans are going to be there. Thursday night. Thursday night. I'm sorry. Yeah, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. I'm not sure how many fans are even going to be there. That's even worse actually. So, yeah. um, I, I really don't know. Like I support that, that they can do it, but I just don't want to put my money on it right now, but I definitely be rooting for you. You have any player props that you're looking at uh, in this game? I know you talked about, uh, or we talked about Marvin Bagley has returning. He's probably going to yeah. get the bulk of the minutes down yeah. that center position. Maybe like, a, a rebound. Double, double. Like, I like, I like the double, double. That was going to be my dog. Uh, I don't know. Is he, Ooh. is he, um, I, I seen, I didn't see the odds for double, double, but usually, I mean, being that he's just now coming back, it, it's been pretty juicy for double doubles. And with Isaiah Stewart out, uh, he's gonna get the bulk of the minutes. Uh, he even started, I think, whenever um, whenever he came yeah, back. He and that was su- that was surprising to me that he started. Um, so I would, if you can find a double double at plus money, like Let's what see, is it? Like, plus three sixty. Oh yeah, let me get that. Let me get that three six plus three sixty. Yeah, I, I like Bagley, that. Right? Yeah, I like yeah. that. And let me get um, Bogdanovich over points. Yeah, I mean he's going. He, uh, somebody, somebody's got to score. So. Somebody does have a skin of seal. You're right. Somebody's got a score. It's probably going to have to be uh, Bogdanovich uh, for uh, the Detroit Pistons there. And I'm trying to pull up his game log here, here real quick. Uh, yeah, let's, um, see. let's see if I, I can pull it up. Bogdanovich. This season, 21, 20.1 points per game. And over his last five games, he's averaging right at that 20 mark. Um, but he's had spurts where he's been scoring 20 plus points. So this number mm-hmm. seems pretty spot on at 17 and a half right now. The one player prop I really did like in this game is it's, it's a different and it's going to be a turnover prop prop for uh, Jaden Ivy. And let's just look at the three games that um, Jaden Ivy has played without Kate Cunningham, because he's pretty much had to assume the point guard duties for them, especially if Corey Joseph is not able to go here tonight, Delante. Um, for Jaden Ivey, he's played three games without Cade Cunningham, and in each of those three games, he's had at least four turnovers uh, for the uh, Detroit Pistons. And now we talked about how he's going up against this Clippers defense that has been one of the better ones in the league. So I think that they, that this defense can give Jaden Ivey some fits if he's going to be that primary ball handler, especially without obviously Cade, like we mentioned, who's out for this game, and also possibly not having uh, Corey Joseph handling the basketball uh, as well for the uh, Detroit Pistons. So Jaden Ivey right now over two and a half, assi- uh, sorry, two and a half turnovers in this oh, game. Yeah. I like that. It is at minus 140, but I think that he's going to have some trouble here tonight against his Clippers defense. So that's one player prop I am looking at in this game here, Delonte. Yeah, I, I like I like that actually. Um, I just, I think that with Ivy in against this Clippers defense, he's gonna try to do too much, maybe. Yeah. Um, especially if Joseph is out, um, yeah. he's gonna. It's not, they don't have many backup options, I don't think. Um, so, I, th- I like that. I like that play. Even at one forty, I mean, it's still it's still value. It might should it might should be maybe closer to like one eighty five. Yeah, I, that's especially what I thought. I thought. I thought this would be at, at least a minimum of minus one fifty. Uh, but even at minus 140, it is a little bit of juice, but he's been consistently bad, um, yeah. you know, 
trying to protect the basketball with um uh without uh Cade Cunningham in the lineup right now as he deals with that shin injury. But do you have anything else for this game before we get into our lock and dog? Uh no, I think we pretty much hit it all. Yeah. All right, before we get into our uh lock and dog for this Thursday night schedule, uh let me tell you guys about the World Cup contest that we're hosting over at SGPN. Um it's $250 in cash plus a $250 gift card to the winner. And the contest is exclusively on the SGPN app, so make sure to get over to the App Store or your Play Store and download the SGPN app if you don't have it already. It's under the Contest tab. Um, and then, again, we'll make sure to check out all the World Cup content that's starting, uh, I believe, this weekend uh, for the World Cup. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and also check out the World Cup Gambling Podcast with my guy uh, Malcolm uh, and his buddy are hosting a World Cup Gambling Podcast. So uh, get all the great content from them over on that podcast we're also brought to you by the sgpn merch store look it's the holiday season guys and we're all doing our holiday shopping right now and why not get it done early over at the sgpn merch store sgpn gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for that dgen in your life and i really like some of the items that we do have here it's a brand new brand new relaunch store we have a lot of great shirts we have a lot of great christmas stuff on there the christmas sweater looks really nice if you're going to have those holiday parties whether that's with friends co-workers or family uh that uh sweater looks really nice that you can wear to those parties it's not an ugly sweater it's actually really nice you need to get over to the uh sgpn merch store and check it out so you can get over there by going to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and we have a special promo code for you. If you use promo code Dallas sucks, you'll get 10% off, but that's only valid up until Thanksgiving, which is next week. So make sure to get over to the SGP and merch store. You can get there by going to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and make sure to use promo code Dallas sucks for 10% off of your order. All right, Delante, let's close it out strong here. My man, uh, let's get into our lock and dog for the schedule here on Thursday night. Short schedule here, only three games, <clears throat> but obviously we're going to give out some picks. I'll give you the floor first, my man. What do you got for your lock-in, dog? Uh, for the lock, uh, I wanted to go. I wanted to go with something that we both kind of agreed on, and that was that San Antonio Sacramento over. I know you like the team total over, but I'll go full game. Okay. Um, we we went we know went over the metrics. I mean, both defenses are atrocious. It's going to be a track meet. Um, a lot of a lot of points going to be scored. Um, I would look at maybe some alt overs if you you know want to get a bigger plus price. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I think it'll be close to 240, 245 points scored. Um, so let's go with over for the lock. San Antonio Spurs, uh, Sacramento Kings, uh, two thirty seven was the number. Correct, that's the number. Two thirty seven, yes sir. Yeah, let me get let me get that. And for the dog, um, I guess we can go. Okay, so I got a small dog and a big dog. I got a small dog. With uh, let's go with Brooklyn. Uh, let's see if they respond. Uh, I think it's maybe what plus one ten, plus one fifteen on the. Uh, let me see here. What over I got. Pl- I, I wrote it. I wrote my notes down a little bit earlier, so it might it might have moved a little bit. I know they are underdogs for sure. Yeah. They're at they're at plus one fifteen. Yeah, I thought so. So yeah, let's get the small dog for that, and for the big dog, let's go with Marvin Bagley. Uh, double double. All right. All right, just to recap, uh, Delonte's picks, Lock, Spurs, Kings over 237 and uh, 237 right now. It's going to be moving uh, 237. I'm, I won't be surprised if it closes close to 238, uh, 238 and a half by game time. Um, and then his dog, he's got two dogs for tonight. Nets, money line plus 115. And then a big dog with uh, Marvin Bagley plus 360. 
to record a double double here tonight uh, for the Detroit Pistons. All right, for my lock. Uh, I am going to go with that Kings team total here tonight. Uh, that number is currently over on win bet at 121 and a half. Um, sure. I talked about how bad this defense has been, especially on the road for the San Antonio Spurs. We talked about it should be up and down game. Both teams are top 10 in pace. And I think the Kings um, uh, should be able to get in the realm of 125-plus points here tonight against the San Antonio Spurs defense. So that's going to be my lock here for tonight. For my dog, it's going to be a player prop. Anthony Simons, over three-and-a-half three-point shots made here tonight. That number is at plus 110. Um, I, you know, I talked about the numbers that he has put up. He's going up against his poorest Brooklyn Nets uh, three-point uh, defense. And he's made four or more um, over the past several games. I said it's like three or four straight games or four of the last five. But the the shots are going to be there for this team, especially for Anthony Simons, who's been firing up all cylinders for this Portland Trailblazers team. So Anthony Simons over three and a half, uh, three-point shots made here tonight at plus 110. If you want to parlay that uh, with Kevin Herter, to go over on his three-point shots, you could get a nice, nice plus price on that as well. Uh, Kevin Herter, we also talked about that, uh, how he's been just absolutely torching from the three-point line for the um, Sacramento Kings. So what does that pay? You know? I'm sorry. Uh, I I'm sorry. No, you're good. Let me see if it lets me parlay those two. Yeah, so if you want to parlay over two and a half on Kevin Herter and over three and a half for Anthony Simons, that comes out to a nice plus 250 price. Yeah, I'll add I'll add Dame in there and I'll put it in the Discord and see what it pays. But that that's gonna be just you know some some fun, just uh, like a fun bit, I guess. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. A short three game schedule here in the NBA, but leave it to us to go fifty minutes for only three <laughs> games here tonight. But uh, Delonte, anything else you wanna get off your chest, my man, before we get out of here? Uh, not really, man. Good luck to everybody. Uh, you know, backing us or, you know, fading us or whatever. Well, not fading us because we'll lose, but good luck to everybody out there. <laughs> but um, uh, I'll have an article for um, Five Player Props Friday um, on SGPN. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, we'll try to get over 500. I think we're four and five, if I want to say, because we didn't get to uh, 10 uh, to the fifth pick because Paolo was ruled out. So, yeah, yeah we'll just be on the lookout for that. Uh, man, I appreciate you having me on again. Uh, join the Discord for more picks. Yeah, come and join us on the uh, Discord for SGPN. You can get there by going to sg.pn slash Discord. Come join the conversation in the NBA. Always throwing out some fun bets and some you know same game parlays uh, right before games. So come join the conversation there. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Follow Delante on Twitter, XXLante, L-O-N-T-E-X-X on Twitter. Also make sure to follow the SGPN gambling, uh, sorry, the NBA gambling podcast account on Twitter, SGPN NBA, and also the YouTube uh, channel for the NBA Gambling Podcast. If you subscribe, you'll know when we go live every single day, at least Monday through Friday. All right, we'll be back uh, tomorrow in some form or fashion for the NBA Gambling Podcast, and look out for it then. Till then, good luck with your picks here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.